0: Hey, this is Billy. Can I just say thank you on behalf of Jen and myself for listening to the podcast? It just, it really means a ton to us. It's kind of humbling. If this has helped you, would you mind referring it to a friend or rating it, reviewing it, um, giving us five stars, please? Um, It helps us. And so if we're helping you, you could help us. Refer it to a friend. It helps them. And the world just goes round and round. And it would mean a lot. Thanks. Thanks. Hey, how's it going? This is Billy,
1: and I'm Jen, and
0: you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and
1: Jen. Cheers, babe.
0: Good morning, evening, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. Right now, we're sitting in Coffee Talk Studios, and it's kind of a gray day, but the sun is busting through the clouds. It feels literally—I don't know—if feels like literally. a coffee morning.
1: Yeah, it does.
0: Feels like a coffee. The last morning. two
1: mornings have felt like a coffee morning,
0: like um, a the bit old cloudy, commercials, a little chilly, folders. Best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. Yeah, like I just—it feels that way. False advertising. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't. I mean, Folgers is awful, but I, I will drink it in a in, a, in yeah. a pinch. We have some Folgers down in the cupboard. I'll drink it in a pinch.
1: Right? We don't. We should don't get. It we should get rid of it. it. Yeah, in a pinch. I'm not
0: a coffee snob like that, you. Victor that is Sounds such to. an
1: old saying. We drink it in a pinch. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Right? Is that old? Is that an old slogan saying? Oh, well, I
0: don't think drink it in a pinch. Like, you do something in a pinch. Like, if I'm in a pinch, like, if, if you have no other options, if your back's up against yeah, it's the like
1: wall. Whoopsie daisies. Okay. We're, <laughs> we're definitely dating ourselves on this podcast to all yeah, the youngest. You're 41 now. So. Okay.
0: This is officially your first day. Yesterday was your birthday. And you just your first. How do you feel? Um,
1: I, I feel over gr-
0: the hill, over I feel the hill woman.
1: Fantastic.
0: Yeah.
1: I really do. I think aging is a beautiful thing.
0: What were some of the gifts that you got for your um, 41st birthday?
1: Well, you went to Victoria's Secret and got me some secrets. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> you know what? And it was, it was I so I refused to go into that store alone, so I took my my 15-year-old daughter. And then halfway through she's like, "Dad, I think they think you're buying these for me and this is weird." <laughs> I was like That is a little awkward. So I wanted to be like I wanted to be like super apparent like, "What if your mama like these thongs?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then um, Vic the sound chick and Ben, Sayings of Ben, at Sayings of Ben, got me a Apple Watch. Oh, I'm yeah. like beyond thrilled. It's all the I don't know what to do these days. Myself. All the
0: kids are into it, huh?
1: Well, like, okay, the best part of this thing is like you track your steps, your calories. Also, you can like see other people who you're friends with, so you can kind of like just challenge like them. I it's too small. What do you mean too yeah. small?
0: Like, no, I don't want, no, that's, I mean, it's just like the screens. No matter how big you get a watch screen, unless you have like a...
1: That's a a pretty big watch screen for all those who have Apple Watches. When you say
0: that, that's what? An inch by an inch? What is pretty big?
1: How big of a watch do you wear, bro?
0: I don't wear watches. I just feel like a phone as a watch in general is too small.
1: Disagree, but... I'm I'm loving this gift. It looks good on you. Thanks, babe. Yeah, and no. you made the most amazing charcuterie boards last night. Okay, you Pick did. The not helps. only did you do a cheese one with fruits and all the good things, you did a veggie one. You did a chocolate one. You you layered it with like all kinds of things. Layered it with love. Oh my word! It was the best moment. let Must ever. be true.
0: Thank you. I literally sat with you three days before that. I was like, if you had your favorite charcuterie board, what would it be? And you just started talking and I wrote down everything.
1: You're good. No, I don't know. You're good. I don't know if every guy took, could translate that though. That's that's some serious detailed gifting. Like you got it going on, babe. Like
0: I feel I you know, you're genuinely complimenting, but it feels patronizing. It's like the other night.
1: I know our God. son Judah. It's our son, yeah, you know,
0: I know you're not, but it is coming off that way to me. Is our it? son, yeah, our son Judah, the other night, he said something, <laughs> and you kept going, you said it three times. You're like, You're smart, and you were being like genuine. And I'm like,
1: I'm like, because I'm like, I'm like, you're so smart. The way he no, says. you didn't
0: say you're so smart, you just kept going like this. You're, you're smart. smart. <laughs> Which you said it with such emphaticness that I, to me, Judah didn't take it. He's like, Thank you. He kept saying but thank you, mom. I was like, it's almost like you're patron is like you're smart yeah,
1: babe you're just looking for something to get offended I can't help you with that <laughs> no,
0: I'm not just, I I mean, let's just
1: talk about your deep v-neck right now like that is sexy stuff like,
0: oh man you've been let's... doing your
1: pull-ups and push-ups and I don't know you've been doing okay. some kind of like jogging we can't Wait, call them
0: pull-ups because but whatever I that just is, hang there <laughs> <laughs> I have these blisters on my hands and they're like, she's like that from pull-ups I'm like well it's from hanging
1: hey you know what good on you you gotta start somewhere I know so, I feel it So those man eventually pecs I'll be, be able to pull
0: up Right now, I'm just <laughs> hanging. You know what I have? I have upgraded to, I jump and hold in the pull-up position, like, you know, with my Look arms your locked.
1: guns right now. And they're just, bam. Well,
0: I'm just, I'm showing what I do. And I'll well, hold, you, I'll try and count to like 10. And then I lower myself slowly. So it's like negative pull-ups. Th- those are getting hard. But eventually, yeah, I'll get well, there, man.
1: They're, they're doing something.
0: All right. Like, they're working. Well, happy birthday to you, love. Thank you, my again. love. Um, hey, I, I want to for this coffee talk come from this thought. Okay, I had this thought the other day. I, don't, I read it somewhere. It, it provoked me. And so I figured we could do an entire episode mm-hmm. on it. Um, it said this, the secret to success is right decisions, which I agree with that. How do you make right decisions? The answer would be experience. And how do you gain Experience wrong decisions (laughs) and i just thought it was profound and i want i want the secret to success is right decisions which actually i'm gonna go on on record right now and say i agree with that i think the secret to success is making the right decisions being in the right place at the right time choosing who you hang out with show me your friends i'll show you your future um i just think like it's it's making the right decisions over time consistently at the right time that's the secret to success um i mean that's a Big general thing. And how do you make right decisions? You have to have experience. And how do you gain experience? The best way to gain experience is wrong decisions, right? So um I'd like to maybe take this this episode, babe, if you will allow us. And
1: like I'm re- allowing you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, like if you're down with it. Um, <laughs> revisit some of our wrong decisions and oh, life.
1: Let's talk about that. that. Let's talk about that have given us
0: experience. Yeah. That have now enabled us to make right decisions. Not that we always make the right decisions, but I think we keep making wrong decisions. Hopefully, it's less and fewer far in between, right? Like So that you can make better right decisions. But I need to have a disclaimer before I say this. That's assuming that you're willing to work for it, right? What do you mean? Right decisions come from experience. Experience comes from wrong decisions. So the secret to success is making the right decisions, assuming, disclaimer, that you're willing to work for it. Because you can make all the right decisions in the whole world, but if you're not willing to go to work, if you're not willing to put in the long days, the long months, the long years, like, honestly.
1: So you're, you're saying a decision equals work.
0: No, I'm saying make it the right decision and then, then go, go to work. Go, right. Okay, for instance, remember, like, two months ago, we were talking about our summer vacation. I'm like, we're not taking a summer vacation, man. We've been in quarantine for four months. Like, uh-huh. we're about to go to work. Well, now... It's We're been like three weeks, weeks. It's been three weeks, weeks of in. going hard, and I'm literally like, I kind of want to revisit the okay, comments. True
1: story, friends. True <laughs> about story. vacation. True story. We're sitting here, and he's like, "Oh man, I, I think I need a vacation." I'm like, "We don't need a vacation. We've been for three weeks working hard. Sleep like, for we don't even know what hard work is." I mean, like, we I, don't need a vacation.
0: I do feel like you're throwing us under the bus. Well, yeah. come on. I mean, yes, Americans, Americans. as a, as a people are a spoiled, entitled bunch, aren't we? Yes. Um, compared to the rest of the world. But I do think we can work hard where we are.
1: A hundred percent.
0: Okay. We've been I, working hard, babe.
1: But you're commenting after three weeks that the reality is is that we hadn't been working like we normally do we were during working. quarantine. We it's been a different kind of work. And then we're like now working, right? Like three weeks grinding and it's like, oh sweet Jesus, we need a vacation. We don't really need a vacation. We just have to adjust yeah,
0: yeah. agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> so it's real. Um but, okay, because here's what, here's what it is. I think people can make right decisions, but then this has truly been a thing since we're talking about working hard. Laziness, right? Laziness happens. You know, um, I, I like to, like, if I were to define laziness, like, if, if I could give, like, a word picture, it's, like, lingering. You know how some people, like, if you're at a party and there's just the dude over there that's just lingering, like, he stays too long. He He's not really doing anything. He's in the room, but he's just there. He's not adding He's not accomplishing. He's not really engaging in conversation. He just lingers, just kind of lingers. And it's like, like, dude, you're just just lingering. I think laziness (laughs) lingers. It's just like um, the lingering of laziness. It sets in. And so you could be making right decisions, but you're like, oh, yeah, this is what we should do. And I'm going to do it tomorrow. And like, you kind of like, you know, we have the word we call it putzing. I don't even know if that's a real word. Is that a real word? Uh,
1: I think it is. You do it
0: all the time. I'll do it sometimes. You're like, and we have each other like, are you putzing? And putzing is just like walking around doing nothing. nothing. Like you're doing something, you're
1: doing it, but, nothing. but
0: you're doing nothing.
1: Kind of like how you turn off and on the lights for like 20 minutes every evening. <laughs>
0: That's compulsive disorder. No, I you mean I set the mood? You That's pe- actually doing something. You mean I go around our house, you're welcome by friends, the way. Friends. And I set the mood. You do, for the and evening.
1: I do appreciate it. But you, do you? Because go- it sounds like you don't. <laughs> You're super cute, babe. You're super cute. Oh,
0: I'm cute. <laughs> the patronizing doesn't end.
1: You, you go into You're smart. You turn
0: off You're smart. You turn lights
1: on. You 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 fix the mood lighting. You you adjust the mood lighting. That's not putzing. You Here's actually putzing. will move the mood lighting around till the mood lighting is just right. Putzing
0: like, is like when I go down to the garage and I grab like a tool and I come up and I'm like, why did I grab this tool? And then I go over here and I like move that towel and then I come up here and I, and I fluff that pillow and then I'm in my room and I'm like pulling shorts out and like refolding them. And you're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm putzing. I don't know. Like, I don't know what to do with my life. And I'm putzing. Um, I feel like that's kind of like laziness. It lingers. It's like, it's so before we move on and revisit all of the wrong decisions we've made in life. um, How can we break the laziness linger? Like you're a very non lazy person and I'm okay to say, I'm actually not a lazy person either, but if you compare me to you, people might be like, he's lazy compared to her. You're, you're, you're not. The, is, I'm not lazy. I know that. Yeah. But you mm-hmm. are, you're an extreme. Almost at times where you have you go too far and you've had to learn. And I think you've gotten really good at it over the years, you know, especially now that you're 41, at, like working at a, a sustainable pace for you. Now, your sustainable pace is That's not sustainable. sustainable for most humans. <laughs> I
1: mean, not for myself either. <laughs>
0: Oh man, I've
1: learned. I've had to learn to. You go to, hard, but you find out. such
0: joy in it, and you, yeah. you and you and you still keep the main things, the main things, and relationships. And you're so great at that. How do we break? How would you think we break out of the the laziness linger? Because maybe that's real for people in quarantine right now. Like, coming, we're reengaging, we're reentering, we're trying to reenter into society. They're making us wear masks and not letting us go into places, but we're trying to reenter. Uh-huh. Uh, but some of us, it's like, oh man, I kind of like have been sitting still, and I know a lot of people have been working, but we've been working set stationary like we've just been in our one space working and getting back out.
1: what yeah. are some I don't know I would say you know inherently if if there's laziness kind of in your your makeup or maybe your personality or your your life, I think that's a habit that has to be broken over time but i, I think I think ultimately, I would say practically like do two things you today you didn't do yesterday. Like I think sometimes we think, okay, today I'm not going to be lazy. And so we try to, we try to tackle it at, at, you know, 10 things on our to-do list. I say, try two things you didn't yeah. do yeah, yesterday. Like putting on pants. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs>
0: we put, see where Vic's at.
1: Take a shower. No, but I mean, but really like take as practical you. as we can be, I think those are some of the things that have helped me over the years to be like, okay, I'm going to just start two things. I that I have been wanting to do today that I haven't done yet.
0: Start a habit. Just start, start a habit. Start healthy habits. Yes. And a habit's like is this something it's something small, obtainable that you do every day. Just start healthy habits. Cause the reason you got lazy is because you implemented Unhealthy habits, and can I also say this? And
1: I also say this: you do what you see. <laughs> you say that. So I, say this. I, I, would say people who maybe. Would you say you do what you, you see? You do what you see. You do what you're around. So if you're you're trying to break a habit of any kind, especially laziness or a kind of mentality, I would ask like, who are you putting yourself around? And I would say the first step is put yourself around someone who who is completely. Uh, different in you than you in that area that has a strength maybe that they are they aren't lazy, right? So I would say definitely evaluate who you who you associate with.
0: Yeah, yeah. Who you associate with. Um I think health- I mean, if you
1: want to break smoking pot and you're always hanging out with people who smoke pot, like maybe not hang out with so many people who smoke pot. You know what I mean? Like it's as simple as that.
0: Valid point. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I totally understand where you're coming from right now. Um health. I think health honestly helps break laziness i mean it was probably three years ago i started taking vitamins on the regular
1: and you were um, anti-vitamin for whatever reason yeah. you were so adamant well, I was, like, I don't losing
0: weight um i mean i've gotten so much more energy just getting in shape getting back out and jogging or walking like i th- honestly and i can't believe these words are coming out of my mouth but i think to break laziness habits health and i'll throw another h word in there honesty like mm. be honest with yourself you know, so many times when we're in these moments where we're like procrastinating, or we've just fallen into lazy habits, um, it doesn't matter what kind of decisions you're making if you're not willing to get out there and do something about it. And we kind of, we kind of convince ourselves or justify, and maybe there's even justifiable reasons. Doesn't make it right though. You just got to be honest. Okay, I was sitting with a friend the other day having um, lunch, which is so great that we can actually go out to lunch again in restaurants. We were one of like four people in the restaurant, but. Um. And he was telling me his story. He and this guy, um, his life—he literally should write a book. But I mean, made some terrible, terrible decisions in the beginning part of his life. Uh, ended up in prison. Today, happily married with the woman of his dreams. Um, they have beautiful children. He runs a business that's exploding—literally a, a multi-million-dollar business. And but he, we were talking about his story. Um, I mean, he sold drugs growing up. Like he just, he was always kind of a hustler. He just, he made wrong decisions and he's learned from those wrong decisions. Which I thought was inspiring, but he made this, he said this thing while we were eating burgers at tipsy cow in Redmond, he said, everything kept falling apart all the time. And I said, say it again. He's like, yeah, everything kept falling apart all the time. He's like, like I would work, 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 work. And he'd make these wrong decisions and then he'd like get money and he'd get Everything would just fall apart. And he'd lose everything. He's like, it happened all the time. It's just this habit, this cycle. Finally, it culminated him going to prison for like three years. And it was in prison. He said, like, he realized, like, I have to make a change. Habits healthy. He got honest. He's like, I gotta be honest with where I'm at. I've got to get my lifestyle healthy. And his wasn't vitamins, although he's a very healthy individual. But it was like, I'm gonna start stop doing drugs, stop selling drugs. Stop, you know, I'm gonna get yeah. out of this world. And I'm going to start developing habits. And he went to work. And this guy has built a business. And you you ask him, like, he doesn't have, like, business degrees. He's not, like, he would tell you. I think he's very brilliant. But he would tell you, like, he's not the sharp. But he will work.
1: Mm-hmm. And he
0: just works, works, works. And he's providing for a lot of people now. And I just thought, like, that's brilliant, right? It's
1: brilliant. Yeah. Habits habits change everything. And they're, we, we all have habits. They're either good ones or bad ones. Mm-hmm. We choose. Yeah. And it's, it's like our friend chose like okay I've got habits and I'm making them oh the wrong habit and the choice over and over again yeah. and it's time to make the right habit
0: so if you feel like you're stuck change a habit that's really yeah. good. yeah that's awesome all right that wasn't even the talk okay let's do this let's revisit some of our wrong decisions which have helped us now in oh, our 40s we got a lot easy. of life ahead of us but to make some of our right decisions um okay let's just start with last week <laughs> <The> <laughs> oh wrong... no
1: <laughs> what are we gonna talk about uh, well I'm scared.
0: I have wrong decisions that I keep making that I can't help myself with which is agreeing to pay for services we don't need <laughs>
1: oh my word
0: i'm gonna own it i'm gonna friends you
1: have no idea the i have the hardest time
0: telling salespeople face to face if they call me on my phone i don't answer and if i do pick up and they're like <laughs> uh mr huffman uh, i'm like that and i'm like oh so sorry i don't mind hanging up because i don't see him i'm like so sorry so sorry and i hang up but when they walk up to my door recently just in the, like last week this this Lady came to the door. Actually, I walked out to go to the car, and she's like, "Mister Huffman," and I was like, "Yeah." And she acted like she knew me, and she's like, "Yeah, I love the house." She so called like,
1: you, Mister Huffman. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, no, she, funny. no, no. What she say? There's no way. I, she was like, she's like, "This is your new house," and I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "You just moved in," and I was like, "Oh, she must be a neighbor or she." She must be someone I know that I can't I don't remember she I know. She had
1: a leading question. Oh man,
0: she got me. Yes, and she's, she's she was pest control she's and she good. was like, "Do you have spiders?" And I'm like, "I do." And and then I I tried to get out of it real quick. I was like, "Oh, but I I spray." And she's like, "How's that working for you?" And then I couldn't lie cuz it's not working. There's spiders everywhere around here, so I go, not very good. She's like, kind of thought that. She's like, let me tell you. And then she just goes oh. into this whole spiel. And before we're done, I have signed up for a year-long service.
1: I'm so mad at you.
0: I come in, and I try to convince you. I'm like, babe, listen, don't you hate the spiders? And I start doing this sales pitch on you. You're like, yeah, I do hate them. I'm like, cool. So what it is, what what, what has happened was <laughs> <laughs> we now won't have spiders because they're coming out tomorrow. And she's like, how much did it cost? I'm like, it's cool. It's just $160. 5 times a year.
1: <laughs> okay, friends, I was so mad at my husband. Let me the truth the, this is say the no. truth. This was the second time it in was one month decision. that he has gotten hooked what by was the some first time. Oh yeah, person.
0: I got the guy came up with organic groceries.
1: Organic groceries. He's like, we we pick don't
0: them far, and their their business was doing bad during quarantine. And I'm like, "Yeah." And so 2 weeks later a box of carrots and beets <laughs> and corn shows up and Vic's like, "What is this?" And I'm like, I got a service, so (laughs) you've canceled. You effectively canceled all of them. You called the lady before they even came out, and you're like, "We're not doing it." She's like, "Why? Is it a money? Is it a money issue?" And I think you were like, "It's a husband issue."
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I actually didn't say that, but you have a serious problem saying no. Like you, there's something in you that just doesn't want to displace. Like if we have
0: to do, like if we're going to buy a new car, the few times you literally you take the first interest rate, I won't go with you. Yeah, I let you do it.
1: I mean you'll take oh that's a good interest rate. I'm like no that's a terrible but interest I rate. I feel bad. Why? Cuz people
0: matter. No, that's that that's
1: <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't work. That doesn't belong there.
0: Uh I can you know what's interesting? Like in a work environment, like if I'm in leadership, I have no problem saying no and saying no in such a way that people you know, I people have told me before like you tell me no but I also many times want to thank you. Like thank you for the no. You know like but when it comes to like I don't know when it comes to sales I just
1: you you become you know what it is you become a little boy. <laughs> like I okay. so I watch you like dying on the so, inside like I'm not dying on, l- the, no, inside. You're, you on the inside. No <laughs> you literally dying the inside.
0: Mama Dada
1: please you, I do you, what? You fill the space. Like they you know they open it up for you and you're like okay yeah sure okay yeah
0: Yeah, I just I want to be kind. All right. You
1: are kind.
0: <clears throat> Let's re- another wrong decision that has helped us to make right decisions um when we were younger, we would let others, when we were very young in our marriage, I remember this, we had, there came a point and we would let others decide for us instead of owning the decision. You know, like when we were 20 and married and people, mentors in our life would be like, here's what you need to do. Right. Remember, we would just kind of let them do it. Or e-
1: either they're, they're, they would constantly pressure us based off of their point of view, their stance. So instead of and owning influence decisions. influence us in an extreme way.
0: Right. So instead of owning decisions for ourselves.
1: We'd be extremely influenced by it.
0: We'd kind of cop out and just be like, okay, just, to, you know, everyone say like, just tell me what to do. We kind of did that. I mean, we only did it for a very short period of time yeah. because I remember what happened is we would do what like these mentors in our life would tell us to do. And they weren't bad. By the way, the mentors weren't bad. Right. They weren't even telling us wrong. They were just like, here's what you should do. And here's the thing. If you ask people, they'll probably tell you from their experience and their opinion, like, here's what you should do. The thing of it is we learned that's actually the wrong thing to do. Like you should gather counsel, you should get tons of wisdom, you should ask around, but at the end of the day, you have to make the decision as an adult. We're talking about grown-ups here, and you have to own that decision. What would happen to us is we would just kind of be like, okay, we'll do what they said, when it would go wrong, we would blame it on the fact that well, that that's what they told us to do. And it put us instantly in like this victim mentality space. Like, well, I mean, they told us to do it and what and I hated it, you hated it. I think it only happened a couple of times, and we were like, enough of that. Like, and I think it came I down just,
1: to I think it came down to is where we, we needed to get other people's um opinions, like not just one. We were taking one or two opinions early on, which is fine, but I think we had to really expand who was speaking into our lives.
0: Cause those people were successful. So yeah. we we're like, hey, you tell us what to do, you're clearly successful, but then it wouldn't work out for us. And it wasn't our decision, so we didn't own it. And so now we're like, no, no, no. Because I would much rather make the wrong decision and own the fact that, man, we just made the wrong decision. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like you can learn from that. What we were doing is blaming it on them. Right. Not to their face, but in our minds, I'm like, well, shouldn't listen to them. Like, no, you should have made a decision. And I think it's
1: hard for me to even have this conversation because I'm such a huge component. We're not saying that you shouldn't get... You know, counsel and wisdom to help you make That would be another wrong decisions. decision to right.
0: not get. But
1: it, but it was like to own
0: the decision. And I, can
1: I say this? I'll just I'm going to put it out there. When you're Do first it. when you're first married, you're young, or you're married at any point, and most of the time, your parents, your mom and dad, for most most of the time, your immediate family is the people who you listen to the most. And I would say you take their counsel, but also add other voices to your world. Agree. And I think that's where we needed to learn to add other counsel to our world because there was other people who did business or finances or other areas better than our family. Mm-hmm. And I think when we started realizing, hey, our family's good at this, but not everything, that it began to expand and help us make better decisions.
0: Yeah, little children do what they're told. Adults have to make the decision for themselves and making a decision and for evaluate. yourself. You have to yep. gather all the information, get yep. all the counsel, but- You have to make the decision. At the end of the day, make the decision for yourself.
1: I remember it could be as small as this. Christmas, when we were dating, we spent Christmas, we went to every house, like your parents, my parents. We felt the pressure to do all the things for Christmas. For a very short period of time. When we got married, we finally made the decision as a married couple we're actually not going to go to my parents' house or your parents' house on Christmas Day. We're going to create our own traditions mm-hmm. and it was in our parents they didn't pressure us but i did feel the pressure of so did i wanting to go wanting them to come which, uh, isn't to bad. Come over, which is us. not bad we but actually would
0: go over like in evenings yeah or but i think like we that. had yeah. to
1: really begin to like own our space and make good decisions
0: okay here's another wrong decision we made um not kissing until we were engaged
1: <laughs> oh god i feel like <laughs> now you're making it personal i yeah. feel like that was a wrong decision you're, that's hardcore. <laughs> okay first of all that's your opinion
0: well okay
1: i second it but
0: um Jen, <laughs> we, we, you asked me when I asked Look, you out. I don't want
1: to kiss until, we're, until engaged. we're engaged. Okay. To be fair, she was 14. Okay. To be <laughs> fair, I was not. Make <laughs> the sound 16.
0: It's not much better, baby. You were 16. I, need, I, need I mean, down. that was so like, everyone's like, that's ridiculous. You're only two years older than that. You were 16. No. Can I say this? We did not technically put lips on lips. In fact, no, I think we did. We rubbed our faces,
1: our cheekies against each other, our noses for hours. That is weird.
0: Our lips would oh my God. our no, lips no. would brush like, you know, across each other someone, all the time. You, know, you, you just in you, your mind you're like you we're not your, kissing. I'm like
1: no. We're when, caressing you our you know, faces threats. perpetually. That's weird. Okay, when you hug someone, you put your face against theirs. Oh my gosh, there's something so romantic and like intimate. And that's what we did. Okay, this is the truth though. If you would have kissed me before we were engaged, I... I I, I couldn't keep your hands off of me anyway. And then when we started kissing, I literally felt suffocated sometimes by- it. You You could not keep your hands you off of me. Okay. You were trying to hump me every other moment. Oh my Lord. <laughs>
0: hump day every day? I mean, like, um, let's just about What am I, a dog in heat? It.
1: Yeah, you were, friends. He was.
0: Hey, did you ever think that maybe if I, we were kissing, that would have subsided, but because we were just perpetually nope, caressing that, our faces with each other- No, that stirred it up. I don't
1: remember 19-year-olds. You were stirred up. We would would
0: rub our (laughs) noses on each other. I mean, we were essentially kissing all the time just without the act of kissing. Well,
1: I was trying to stay a virgin until I got married. That's what I was trying to do. Well, we made it. We made it.
0: But it was wrong. I don't think it was because we didn't kiss.
1: Thank Jesus. Barely made it.
0: Oh man.
1: (laughs) So you're saying that that was a wrong decision. I I disagree. I feel like it is. No. You guys rubbed faces for hours? Yes. Yes. Bizarre. No. Yes, it was amazing. So bizarre. I know. I still like to rub your face.
0: We should have been like, keep our bodies (laughs) apart. And kiss because we weren't kissing you
1: couldn't do that. I remember but we were hugging to, I had to tell you hugging no for a kissing while. like 3 weeks before our wedding day because you were just at you were you were out of control I couldn't you were just your hands were everywhere Well that's and, uh, that's and, true yes. I remember thinking we have to stop kissing cuz this is this is getting You crazy. didn't
0: say it I said it I was like I'm not going to kiss you till we get married now and that was just like 3 weeks before we are going to get married because
1: Are you just taking the credit aren't pretty
0: you Pretty much I was wanting to just take all your clothes <laughs> off <on. laughs>
1: Pretty much Moving right along,
0: which would have been another wrong decision, but I would have owned it. (laughs) Okay, Um, okay, another wrong decision. Not forgiving others quicker or sooner. That has been that's real. Those have been wrong decisions that I think all of us that are listening have probably made. You learn from experience, so you can make right decisions. It's so much better just to forgive as quickly as possible. There's There's so much
1: healing, though. Is forgiveness
0: a moment or is it a process?
1: I mean. It's a total process. And anyone who says it's a moment, they're not being honest.
0: Do you think, though, that you can forgive someone in a moment? Like, I agree the process. I
1: think the words can come out of our mouth. But I think when we walk away, there's still a process that internalizes that we have to work through. Like, I think in the moment we can. We can sincerely, you know, forgive. But I think it takes still some time to really work through, like, our heart and our mind and how we feel. I love
0: how you said it before and you, you were quoting someone else, but for forgiving someone doesn't make them right. It makes us free. Um, yeah. And that's true. There's what so about, much
1: liberty. I would say, can we so still much be friends? Do we freedom. have to be
0: friends with someone? If we're for me to truly forgive someone. And I'm asking this question. Do I have to still be friends with them? Like if someone's genuinely hurt you, do I have to have relationship with them to forgive them? Or can I forgive them and move on?
1: I mean, personally, how I feel about that question. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. I, I feel like you don't. You may not be best friends, but I think if you genuinely is that the right how to set it right, forgive somebody when you're with them, when they show up, when you know they're gonna be where you're headed into a party or to an event, and and you have no like, oh my god, I have to see them. I don't want to be in the same room with them. If if you, those feelings should not be there i think i think if forgiveness would totally um lay that down like you can be in a room you can be in a moment you could even happen to to cross paths in the grocery store and you're actually okay i think that's important i think that's a real telltale yeah, sign of I your agree. heart and i agree and i've
0: always kind of felt like a sign for forgiveness is like mm-hmm. i genuinely wish them well in my heart but i will also say i don't think that means i have to have a relationship with them, like I, I don't have to keep in touch with them. I don't have to hang out with them. Agreed. I don't necessarily like if they're like, "Yo, I'd love to go out to dinner with you." It's like, oh, I can't. I don't think you have to do that. As long as in your heart you're genuinely like, dude, I just wish you well. I think you can forgive and move on.
1: Absolutely. I hope we can. And, I don't know. Pain is pain goes in different layers. Like you know, people who have been maybe abused or a marriage that has had abuse or anything. Like absolutely, you'll never be best friends or ever need to be around them for the rest of your life. I think that's 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 what needs to happen. But I think you also, in your heart, like you said, can wish them well in the best way.
0: Yep. Um, I remember another wrong decision. We got into a bad home loan and foreclosed on oh, our no. house.
1: We sure did. Two thousand
0: eight. Back when everything went went to schnoz around the world, around America. Two thousand seven. All the houses. Yep. yep. Um, we got into the, one of those arm loans, which was brilliant. Like, you could, I mean, if you don't have much money up front, you can get into a brand new house. And it was based, I can't remember, it's based on appreciation values and all this. And then they told all the of us, only so possible. many people got these loans, but they said, hey, the only way this goes south yeah. is if everything collapses, which we're like, the last time that happened is the Great Depression. It's not going to happen. It's, it's impossible. But, um, right. And then all of a sudden, we, we hung under our house for about three years. That was
1: really hard for me. I think it was like a pride thing. The fact that I lost my home. I was embarrassed. I was like, oh, my gosh. But no. Yeah, we had moved out of the state. We had had moved to Seattle, still
0: owned the home in Atlanta. We were trying to rent it.
1: It wasn't until a businessman said, just let it go. You can recover in five to seven years. Um your your best interest is to walk at this point because it was such a devastating time financially for, oh, for us everyone. and for so our many. Our neighborhood
0: was a graveyard. I had friends that still live there. Call me like every house has foreclosed on this block. Like it just it was it. Like everyone I mean that we would I mean that will go down in history. And so it was a wrong decision alone. We've learned now. We're very, very careful about our financial risk assessment. Um the nice thing is Foreclosing our home, you would seem like it's a really big deal, and it was, and it crushed our credit. It five and a half it. years later, our credit was back. Yeah, and we got really smart about how we did our credit. We used credit cards wisely, paid everything off, used cash. Like we we built our credit back up. And then, as of today, I
1: would say it that was, was
0: what? What was that? That was that would have been five that had been twelve four, years ago. Yeah. Twelve years ago, and yeah. as of today, uh, we have the best credit we ever had in our whole lives. And
1: I would say losing our home and foreclosing was probably one of the best um, lessons I've learned just with how to ha- manage money, how to handle finances. Yep. We also learned very quickly um, how to get really good credit back. Like, we worked hard to do it. We also learned and when salespeople tell
0: you, well-meaning salespeople tell you, like, dude, the chances of it happening are almost zero. Right? Don't, I mean, then Do
1: your own research, study, yeah, yeah. understand before How many you times has that happened to us? Right. Yeah.
0: Okay, um, wrong decision. I remember I got myself fired when I was 23 years old. You sure did made a wrong decision. Here's the story, though, um, and I don't think you should be fired. I think there's ways to go about things. I was working for a company, and it was unjust, and it was a construction company, and what they were doing was unjust to the to the employees, and we were speaking out about it. And I was kind of, I was a leader. I was, I've always kind of been a leader wherever I'm at. So I was kind of like they were employees were coming to me. I was a supervisor, and so I'm going to management, and we're just talking, talking, talking. And finally, they asked me to do something that was just totally unjust, like work without pay. And I, I refused. I refused to do it,
1: and the people on your team to work without pay.
0: And I refused to do it, make them do it. And the next Monday, went into work and was fired. Um, and I remember being like, "So here's what I here's what I learned about the wrong decision. First of all, it was unjust. But, but, you got but I fired did the because wrong you thing. You
1: opened your mouth.
0: No, I think you should open your mouth. What I did is I opened my mouth in disrespect, right? and, the and, how. and total refusal. Like I was like, absolutely not. I will not. So my suit, my my boss is like, do this. I'm like, no and they fired me, which they should have. Now, they were unjust. That company eventually folded, not before they hired me back three years later to be a manager in another area, right? And they said, hey, because, but here's what I've learned. Here's what I learned from that wrong decision. What I should have done, I think when it comes to injustice like this on a job, whatever, you should speak out. You actually should speak out. If it doesn't change, walk away. Mm. Don't let your behavior change so bad That you end up getting fired Don't do wrong Because wrong is being done Right Just walk away And I actually Have learned that lesson mm-hmm. And have Done that In life and it's like hey I'm gonna speak out And then I'm just gonna resign I'll just I'll just walk away I won't I won't put myself in a place To where I've done wrong Now they have to fire me Because I've done wrong I'm Just right. like you know what I'll just walk Too away Two wrongs not make a right Right Just walk away And so here's to, a lot of wisdom Just to making that. wrong decisions Learning How about with kids
1: How oh, I many wrong man. decisions
0: Have we made with that Remember when Serenity was nine years old and we let her watch Gilmore Girls? Yes. Which I like Gilmore which Girls. Which I was against. Yeah, and she FYI. watches it now that she's almost 16 and you watch it. No, you weren't against it. You were binge watching it. Babe. I was in,
1: but it, you were like, babe, it's okay for her to watch it. I was
0: it. trying to let, I, I made a wrong decision. <laughs>
1: you Came better own it. it.
0: But I was trying, I wanted you guys to like a mother-daughter totally. thing together. And there's a, what's the girl's name? Vic, what's the girl's name? Lorelai is the mom and- What's the girl's name? Her daughter. Rory. 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 And Rory was super sassy with her mom. And her and her mom are like best friends.
1: And she's like 14.
0: Yeah. And so what was happening over the course of about a month, Serenity was literally, as a nine-year-old, mimicking Rory with you and I me. I
1: am like, I ain't your best friend.
0: Oh, my no, goodness. And so <laughs> no, we start, I'm like, dude, we're letting Rory raise our daughter. Yeah. <laughs> So we immediately got experience and we made a right decision. We banned Gilmore Girls, which Serenity was heartbroken at nine. She's like, it's my favorite show. I love Rory. And I'm like, it's I was like, real. the way Rory talks to her mom is not okay for you, nine-year-old. And so yep. now that she's grown and she knows how to be a courteous young lady, now she <laughs> watches Gilmore Girls because she's not influenced. Um You know what? I think one of the things we've done. Can I just
1: pause for a second? Okay. I think the thing too with kids is, you know, the best thing as a parent is you're going to make a mistake with your kid no matter what season or what age your child is, and then just quickly adjust. I think that's the best way to learn to parent. Do you want
0: to own any of your mistakes? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. I used to be. I'm going to stop you right there. (laughs) How about you? (laughs) No, I remember so many times when they were toddlers, I'd be very hard on them. And I really Oh you're going all
0: all the way back to toddlerhood. Yes. What if we just go back to like when your sons were learning to drive?
1: Oh my gosh, I would freak out. Freak? Yes You would
0: freak out and freak them out. Absolutely. I was actually guilty of that with Judah and then I learned. But you still you still like any Serenity today is like, I don't want to drive with mom.
1: I have some scar tissue from my past. You've
0: gotten better, though.
1: With drivers, drivers who have spun us out of control. That was Um,
0: me, and we were run off the road by a crazy demon truck driver. So, yes,
1: I have. I I cannot tell you how many times I apologize to my kids in the car while they're learning to drive. Like, I'm sorry, I'm overreacting. I'm going to do better. But the truth is, it's just adjust. I think, Mm. you know, when we make mistakes along the way. It's so, so much better to own it as fast as you can and adjust. Sometimes you don't have to completely change the plan. It's just adjust the way or the how.
0: I love it. And you know what? You're going to have to make wrong decisions. And I think good can come out of it because we gain experience through that and ultimately help us make right decisions in life, which will ultimately lead to success on so many levels. I do think, though, we can minimize the amount of wrong decisions we make, right? Like it's not just free for all to go, go make wrong decisions, learn, um, If you make wrong decisions, learn from them. But I I think one of the things as I I was thinking this through that, babe, I feel like we've done pretty good at is watching other people in our world, in our life, make wrong decisions and learning from their mistakes so that we don't have to duplicate and go through it. Like, okay, I think of growing up in Baltimore, Chicago, I got a big family. We had lots of, because there were so many brothers and sisters, there was lots of friends because we all had our own friend groups and alcohol and drugs, you know, growing up. I just would watch my friends on football teams. I was in a band, a rock and roll band. I was also in a high school band. I played trumpet, but I was also in a rock and roll band. Like they would get drunk and smoke weed, and I just remember like watching like the effects of that. First of all, weed making them stupid, literally making them sound stupid, anyways. Hey, dude, how's it going, dude? And then drinking and vomiting in the in the front yard and crashing their cars into trees. I had a I had a cousin die from the use of alcohol and another cousin go to go to prison because he was driving drunk and people died and it was t- terribly traumatic for them. And I remember watching that and seeing that and being like, not interested. Like yeah. actually not interested. I didn't drink a drop through my high school and college years. Didn't drink a drop. I'd go to parties and just walk around with a beer and pour it out in the yard every little bit so people thought I was drinking it. I'd pour it in plants. There are plants today that weren't even real plants that I ruined because I poured Corona into the plant, right? I'm like, because first of all, I don't want to have to explain to people why as a high school student, but I realized like I'm not going to do what you're doing. I think there's so much to learn by watching other people's mistakes. I don't celebrate their mistakes, but man, I'm going to learn if you're going to make a mistake and I can see the repercussions, like why would I do that? Why would I go through that?
1: I can't agree more. I I am obsessed with watching other people do things. Good I and were, bad. I thought
0: you were to say watching other people fail.
1: No, <laughs> but I am like I. As you're talking, I'm thinking. I think that's the thing. That's how I learned anyway. Applied I'm, in marriage. I, I, Applied
0: in leadership. That's right. Yeah. I don't
1: learn as well reading. Right. I learn by watching. It's just the way I'm wired. But even to the point of like watching other people run businesses, do ministry, raise their kids their marriage the way they hold themselves in public like i was with them the other day and i i was just taking in how they interacted with people i mean we can learn so much by watching other people.
0: I remember when we were a young married couple, we'd go out. I'm kind of obsessed with We'd it. go out with other couples and we'd yeah. see them do things and we would be like, we'd get done, we'd get in the car like, hey, let's never, never. Like they would argue in front of each other. He would be, they would do stuff would and we'd dismissive. be like, let's never. And God knows we've had our moments but we kind of <laughs> would learn and be like, no, let's not do that, man. Like that's not cool. Like clearly they're not. And we'd be like, let's learn from what we just saw and let's not repeat that mistake. I mean, I think it saves you a lot of virtue and pain in life I mean you're gonna have moments that are painful you're gonna have things that take your virtue
1: and I think even the painful moments we go through we learn more from than the good moments for sure
0: well I don't know man it's been good we kind of rehearsed the wrong so that we can make the right decisions and maybe be successful in life
1: yes and can I say thank you thank you for listening and thank you for taking the time to uh, be a part of this coffee talk we love you so much
0: here's some more coffee cheers cheers
1: Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more
0: coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.